Hey, this is Dan Harmon from The Real Community. You're listening to Shut Up Leonard. Was that was that crass? Shut up, Leonard. I'm Matt. I'm Andrew. And we like community. We do. Uh, what episode did we watch today, Andrew? We watched the third episode of season two. Yes, sir. That's entitled The Psychology of Letting Go. Mm-hmm. Written by Hillary Winston. Yes, who has written some classic episodes in the past. Uh, we've talked before about uh, how great she is. Yep. And she wrote another great episode that we watched today. Um, thanks to Alex Machine of Slattery.com, who did our theme song, which Thank is great. you. Um, so check that out. Um, we've got some, some light commuter news. Sure. Um, Gillian Jacobs has been added to the fourth season of the HBO television comedy Girls. Um. This worries you. Well, I just don't want to see them commit to anything that's not Community Season 6 <laughs> on Netflix. But as you have pointed out, uh, old Tony Hale is on Veep on HBO, yep. and uh, still found time for Rest of Development season four. And so, and uh, 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 whoop, there it goes right out my brain. Whoop. What are you talking about? What are you trying to say? The uh, who played Troy? He was on Girls season two. Donald Glover. And yeah. He's still on Comedian Age, but he was only on like two episodes of Girls. Yeah, but does it say that? So she has a recurring role recurring yeah. well i would i would describe his role as recurring he was on two or three times two times and it was only he was only on like one scene each time i don't have anything to say to that listen i'm still hopeful i still think the show is going to continue in some way but uh and you know what this is ultimately probably a good thing because i i love gillian jacobs i yeah. really enjoy girls so uh this is a win for me but still a dark cloud on a sunny day it might raise her profile it's true we might get uh, publishers interested. Yeah. Should we talk about this episode? Uh, let's. There's more community news, kind of. Okay. Uh, Communicon. Oh yeah. Uh, will be happening uh, later this year. Uh, and tickets just went on sale. So buy your tickets today at yeah communicon dot com. Nope, communicon central. Communicon central. Dot edu. Okay, that's really. <laughs> This here's, is here's my theory. Okay. If I go through all these these goofums right now, yeah, it's gonna make it stick out. The real website. Okay. Which is communiconcentral.com. There it is. Communiconcentral dot communiconcentral dot communi- Oh. Okay. Now we're now we're getting into crazy town. Uh, but yeah, this is a, a an unofficial uh, community fan uh, convention? convention. Yeah. There's some panels. You can see some some of the folks that uh, mm-hmm. were involved in the show. It's a good time, and you should do it if you live in the Los Angeles area. If you live area. in L.A., yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or if you don't mind flying down. Down? Yeah. Or sometimes well, we're... Yeah, if you're north, you'd be flying down. Although, you know what? Who's to say that south equals down? <laughs> south equals south in my book, and down is just a, a construct based on the map. 
turn the map upside down, you can fly down from the south. That's what I say. This has been another message from Matt Benson. Um, should we talk about the episode now? Yes, please. <laughs> you know what? You laughed at me like I was an idiot, and yet you were just, just sitting there letting me flounder. So yeah. who's the real villain today? I'll take it. <laughs> uh, so overview of this episode. Uh, this is the episode where Pierce's mother dies. Yes. Um, and we go through the steps of his religion's version of, uh, after death. Yes. Stuff. <laughs> after death stuff. Um, what's the other thing? Annie and Britta are working together to raise money for an oil spill. Yes. Uh, and, uh, Duncan is in this episode. Yes, he is. Having a little feud with Chang. Mm-hmm. Because, uh, as we last saw them together was the end of season <clears throat> one. Uh, it, it, at which time Chang punched Duncan. Yep. And Duncan did not care for that. No. Notes? Yeah. Um, okay. So my first note, right away, Shirley notices Annie and Britta teaming up and how weird it is. Yes. <laughs> I love that. Weird, and also there's a little uh, jealousy coming oh, from Shirley. Oh, yeah. Uh, or some would say a lot of jealousy coming oh, from Shirley. So much. Um... Also, that they're teaming up to create uh, the first, uh, maybe the first of what would be many uh, dioramas. Yeah, this isn't two. for a class. No, um, this is they. But is this for a class? No. Wait a second. No. Okay. But it should be noted that uh, the chalkboard in the anthropology class, which still has the same writing on it that it did in the previous episode, <laughs> uh, it does say it does assign a diorama on it, huh. and it says they better be cool. Is the note about dioramas on the uh, chalkboard, which had been uh, up for two episodes at least uh, by this point. Okay. So, yeah, dioramas are on the brain, as we as we all know. It will be a running thing in season two. Yep. And, uh, and even three. Stretching on into three up. a little bit, yeah. yeah. Uh, Annie has a line here where she's, she's talking about the oil spill tragedy, and she's saying, I'm so glad this overshadowed Haiti. Yeah. Because she didn't know what kind of diorama to make for Haiti. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's... Uh, that we've talked before about um, specific pop culture yeah. references yeah. that are very timely. Yes. And this is one of them. Uh, but it works. It's still, I would say, uh, years later, it holds up for me. It's still a good joke. Uh, you know, maybe 50 years from now, these the kids watching on their space helmets will say, what does that mean? But Space helmets? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but as of 2014, that joke still <clears throat> holds up. All right. Uh, oh, in the background of this scene that's happening... Uh, you will see Abed with a pregnant woman. Yes, I have a note from the commentary about this do whole you want, arc. Do you want to get into that now? I do. Okay. Uh, so my, you know, we, as, as, as a couple of uh, regular human beings. Our understanding. You and I both knew that this was happening in the background of this episode since the episode aired. Pretty yeah, much. yeah, yeah. Uh, is it safe to say? I had posted on our Facebook page, uh, someone had compiled all the pregnancy moments and tied it together to the episode in season one yes that famously people tie it to yes yeah because this episode aired nine months after the std fair episode mm-hmm. but, in which in the std fair episode they said don't use the condoms yeah because the condoms were faulty yeah uh yeah <laughs> okay um, <laughs> uh, so about this pregnant woman well uh, i don't know about you but my <clears throat> interpretation of this whole thing was that uh, abed was simply helping a pregnant woman have her child yep according to the commentary the According to Hillary Winston, the writer of, of this, this episode, 
what was actually going on is that uh, this woman thought that Abed might have been the father. Or Abed might have thought. It was basically Abed might be the father. Yeah. That's which crazy. Is, that is shocking information to me. But to which I love Donald Glover's reaction to that. <laughs> yes. And which his, I also made a note of. Yeah. And he also mentions how he feels like Troy doesn't have a lot of sex. Which we have discussed at length on this yeah, podcast. Yeah, that we think Troy does. Yes. I mean, there are plenty of moments where... It seems he, like he's he's taken some, someone he's, to the bone zone. Yeah. He's got a lady and he's like, where's a clean bathroom? <laughs> yeah. I mean, if they're not having sex, what are they doing in that bathroom? <laughs> Especially if it has to be clean. Maybe he's a gentleman and he just wanted a nice place for her to use the restroom. I don't think that's true. <laughs> uh, but yeah, in the past, I have been... I have even more so than you argued for a, a sexually experienced Troy... <laughs> Uh, this is, uh, yeah. So Donald Glover believes that Troy is, is not having sex at all, mm-hmm. and that Abed is having sex on the regular. But just like, uh, unemotional sex. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, he's not attached at all. But, uh, <laughs> Donald Glover posits that anytime they're not hanging out, Abed is just off fucking somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, here's, uh, now here's what I'm gonna ask to you. Yeah. So Hillary Winston wrote this episode. Yeah, but she didn't necessarily write all of this episode. Obviously, there's a writers' room. There's it's a it's a, pro, a committee of progress. Do you think? Do you think she necessarily has absolute authority to say what was what was actually occurring in this background storyline? I'm gonna say yes. She's the credited writer, and because she's saying it on the commentary. Yeah. I feel like she's not saying it like, oh, here's an idea I had. She's saying it as, this was something that came up in the writer's room. That's true. And got pushed through. So here's what I'm going to say, though. <clears throat> Abed knew about the condoms. And Abed knew what he meant. So why is Abed not wearing a, well, not, not wrapping that thing in a Jimmy hat at the STD fair? <laughs> you just call it a Jimmy hat? Yeah. What is happening right now? a little 90s hip-hop slang for you. You know, I don't know. Um... I can't excuse it. I can't excuse it. I gotta it. say, I like, I, like, I like it better to think that uh, this is just a good deed that Abed is doing. That'd be nice. But then I've always wondered, I don't want to jump ahead, but I'm going to jump ahead. Okay. At the end, when when Shirley asks Abed, hey, where where have you been? I haven't seen you. Have you been, what have you been up to? And he says, he, not he, much. he says, not much. And the way that he looks at the happy couple with the baby and says, not much, there's like a... a there's there's an extra emotion there that I could never place, but it feels like regret, huh. or remorse, or just some kind of sadness. Yeah, where he he's but it's he's letting go of that baby. Yeah. It goes right into the title. <laughs> What's the title again? The psychology of letting go. Okay, there it is. And this is before Frozen, mind you. <laughs> so I mean, I kind of like this new development. Mm. I you know I do question why wasn't why wasn't he using the condom. Maybe he did use it and it turned out to be broken or no, something. No, but he knew it was broken. So why would Maybe he tried it anyway. Obviously no dummy. I don't think he's a dummy, but I th- I think he's definitely young. Can we agree on that? Abed is my age, and I will tell you. So however, at that <laughs> however inexperienced I may be. I'm, I'm, I know how, I, I would know enough to know the broken condoms don't work. I need an audio cue for my eye rolls now. <laughs> You're suggesting that just because he's young, he doesn't, he doesn't know that a condom with holes in it is not an effective condom. What if she said she was on the pill, but she was lying? Oh, well, that's a possibility. Boom. 
But now why? But you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna get uh, fucking pretentious here and evoke uh, Occam's razor and say, why are you? The simplest solution is normally <laughs> the truest. Why are you uh, suddenly accusing this woman of well, being some the thing. kind of? Uh, if if we're invoking Occam's razor, then what Hillary Winston said is not true because we don't get from watching this episode that Abed could be the father. Yeah. We it appears that he's just a good deed doer. Yeah. Although like, there is a moment that I wrote down that I, I had either forgotten about or didn't notice in the in the past where he does get into a fight with the boyfriend. Well the boyfriend could just be jealous. Yeah. Because Abed's being nice. Yeah. Uh yeah, I you know, I thought case closed, but you've opened it up again. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have to get the detectives to go out and ask some questions yeah. on their beat. Um <laughs> yep. The community detectives. Okay, so yeah, what's next? Uh, yeah, so this is so. Oh, Jeff shaves his arms. We find out in this first scene. Really? Which I hadn't. I did about. not write that down. because uh, he's got he has given blood recently for oh, blood test. Oh, right. And uh, so he's got you know like a little thing on his arm. And Annie or Berta, which well, I can't remember which one. One of them says you cut yourself shaving. <laughs> it's on his arm. And and he replies, <laughs> why did that not register in my brain? That's know. so and good. And he replies, No, I wax. So he I, I made a mistake. He doesn't shave his arm. He waxes his arm. Waxes his arms. Let me ask you this, Andrew Lindy. Yeah. As a man of the world, <laughs> have you ever known anyone to have a routine to deal with their arm hair, man or woman? Swimmers. Well, swimmers aren't people. <laughs> the no. Okay. Absolutely not. I. Well, I don't know. I think maybe maybe I don't know it, but maybe there are women that I have known who have dealt with arm hair. Because I will say this. I know exactly one woman who, uh, I want to say, waxed her arm hair. Mm. And she was made fun of it, fun of for this, as like, that's a vain thing <laughs> that, <laughs> that you shouldn't really do. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, so for Jeff, for Jeff to be doing it, it's a, it's a step further, I would say. I think this goes right along with... Um, uh, uh, <laughs> Right along with Donald Glover's theory about uh, why Jeff drinks out of a water bottle with a straw. Yeah. <laughs> because of his lip gloss. <laughs> yes. Uh, jumping ahead all over the place today. <laughs> I think it connects. Yeah. Um, okay, so yeah, we have so that. In this oh, first scene. There's a lot going on in this first scene. Oh, man. They set up so much. Yeah. What do you, oh, you say? Uh, Troy, because he lives with Pierce, mm -hmm. has discovered... Pierce's dead mother in the garage. Oh, yeah, I had to know before that. Actually. Okay. Uh, in which case, uh, they so they're set, they're making the diorama, and Jeff says, "Yeah, I knew about the soil spill too. I have the I have the AOL homepage bookmarked," uh, which is a great a little time capsule. Uh, do you remember that that that's the AOL homepage did somehow kind of last all the way up until like 2010, <laughs> in the hearts of of many, I feel, yeah. which is uh, it seems weird. Yeah, it's and it's weird because it's it's the 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 dating of this joke is strange because it's a joke that at the time I think worked really well because it seemed more dated than it actually was, <laughs> and then now looking back at it that it's actually dated, it takes on a weird new thing. Uh -huh. uh, so yeah, I don't. That's a they're playing with time in a way that is exciting. To I mean, me. I was always more partial to the Yahoo homepage. You know, uh, I was, uh, I was, I didn't care. <laughs> <laughs> you used Google Reader or whatever it was called until they closed it. I didn't. What was that thing called? Google Homepage? I was all into iGoogle. iGoogle, that's what they called it. Yeah, I was a, I was a big iGoogle guy. You know what? I've, I don't know where <clears throat> we've 
come in this conversation. So Troy discovers Pierce's dead mother. Yes, in the garage. I mean, he, I should say it, he discovers that Pierce's mother has died. Yes. This is not a Bates Motel situation. No. <laughs> this is a... <laughs> there's a... Oh, and I didn't even write it down, but the way that Troy describes... Um, Pierce's mother was tried to like a cat tried to crawl like a cat, a cat crawled out there to die. <laughs> <laughs> that was oh man, that was I like that funny. he says I could see her underwear. <laughs> like that was also traumatic that was for so him. So traumatizing. Uh, good stuff. Let me ask you this: We're gonna get real for a second. Oh boy, have you ever seen a dead body? You know our work. Oh, that's true. But you don't work like in the morgue. You work in the cafeteria at a hospital. I deliver. And therefore, I would think, I would hope you have not seen dead bodies. Let me say it this way: I deliver the food to the patients. So I've been in their rooms, and there has been at least once, if not twice. You have delivered a pizza well, to someone. Not a pizza. So but... so late that they were dead. That's Andrew, not the cause of death. 30, 30 minutes or less is supposed to be the guarantee. <laughs> But yeah, it's Wait, for uh, real. You've like, I mean, I shouldn't be talking about this, maybe. But you have been like, you've delivered food, and it was too late because they were already dead. <laughs> the way that you're saying it is weird. I'm not saying you were late, but I'm saying just the, the, like they missed that meal that day because they had died. Yes, if you want to put it that way. <laughs> um, yeah, and it's really, you know, I don't want to say too much, but let me say, I get, I can get far into that room before anyone stops me. <laughs> <laughs> so wait a minute are, would you in this instance would you be the first person to know that they had died? No, no 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 okay no, no, so no. what are they doing just leaving dead bodies around and they, you get far into the it room? takes time before they can transfer them to the um but they don't give you a heads up um they have the curtain closed okay um but i'm here's this is very interesting this is I a know peak. this is not community related i know this is, this is a peek into my my job I, you know, I'm used to if uh, the patient's being hard of hearing or asleep yeah. in a way where I have to, you know, poke my head and become visible. Yes. And, uh, yeah. Every once in a while, they're, they're, they're very hard it's of hearing. It's very rare. Because their ears have stopped working. Super rare. Hmm. I'd say it's happened probably twice. Okay. Uh, and even one time, they stopped me before I even saw, uh, before I even got into the room. Yeah. But the, the nurse was really weird about it. This nurse said at least no, but this nurse said to me at least three times, "He's dead, he's dead, he's dead, Jim, he's dead." <laughs> they said it like that, and I was like, "Okay, okay, okay." I get it. Okay, I'm not, okay. <laughs> you keep insisting trying to serve food. <laughs> I'm like, no, they have to. This all help. They must eat. <laughs> they just need food. They'll be better. <laughs> no, they just they were really wanted to insist on me that this patient was dead. Okay. So yeah, fun times on, on shutupleonard.com. <laughs> <laughs> what what did, did you just want to know if I'd uh, seen a dead body? I was curious. I mean, I've also been to f- open casket funerals. Yeah, if that's, I was curious, that's another way to see a dead body. Uh, that's true. I was curious to know if the average person has seen a dead body. Two out of two Shut Up Leonard hosts that have seen a dead body. Y- yours is at a funeral, though. Obviously, uh, well, it wasn't. A, it was a funeral, but not for someone I knew. I used to work uh, sound for funerals at uh, <laughs> parents' church. So, like, if they so you work sound for funerals, that just seems like a really weird yeah, well, it job description. Because they, if they, if like, if they were giving speeches, they needed a yeah. microphone, or if they wanted to play like a CD, <laughs> or with, if like, they wanted to mic the gasket, <laughs> you, you never know. Uh, but it Look, was there was a reason why in, in back in the day they would they would include like a string with a bell attached. Yes. into caskets. And I'm, that's in my will because I'm terrified. You don't want a chainsaw. I'm, well, I'm just terrified of being buried alive. I just need some kind of way out. Okay. Maybe I'll have it in my will that they have to wait. They have to, I just have, My body has to hang out for like a week before they bury it. Oof. 
But also, here's okay. <laughs> we really, did we You've been to strangers' to funerals, is what you're saying. Well, yeah, but but they weren't. It was at the church, so yeah. it was never like it, it. I don't know what you'd call because it, it wasn't a wake necessarily because those are usually at, at like the house. Yeah, and it wasn't the actual funeral. They, 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 they call it viewings. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. But uh, most, of, but the, here's the thing. I don't know if you'd even call it that, really, because most of the time there was no casket there at all. Oh, it was just a, a sort of a reception, almost is what I want okay. to call it. Yeah. But one time there was an open casket. It was a, an old Asian woman. I had no idea who she was, <sighs> but she was dead, and I saw it. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So <laughs> down or down. Answers on a postcard. Have you seen a dead body? <laughs> Write in to shutupleonard at gmail Shut up, Leonard podcast at gmail.com. Sorry. <laughs> on, a po- on, a po- on a postcard. Yeah, answer on a postcard. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> so Troy has discovered Woo. Pierce's dead mother. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what else to say. <laughs> I mean, there's a, there's a pretty good joke here where, where Troy is all torn up and then Pierce comes in whistling. I mean, that's... Yeah, that's great. I think that's a pretty great that's gag nice just moment. on its own. There's a, I, I wrote this down. I forgot to mention it. There's a great moment where... Uh, Troy's, he says something like, I just saw my first dead body or something like that. Mm. And Shirley immediately says, East stairwell. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh, she says so, that her pastor says it's meth season. Yes. <laughs> so uh, stay away from the East stairwell at, uh, at Greentown because uh, it, it is apparently known for uh, being a dead body habitat. Um, okay, my next note is not tell their anthropology talking about his beliefs, so I don't know. I don't know uh, yeah, I got that with the, with the pamphlet. Uh, well, so it's in that scene, but my notes not about the pamphlet. Oh, okay. Well, I, I wrote down what I what I could about his beliefs. Okay, I, I just like I, there's a, the there's, pamphlet is kind of hard to read. Yeah, yeah. There's a moment when he talks about his afterlife, and he <clears> says, "Um, you know, we we abandon the burden of our earthly body." Uh-huh. And Troy, Troy has a great line where he says, "Like, really, it's a revelation." And he's like, "It is a burden," <laughs> uh, which I really enjoyed. Um, uh, so Pierce's mother was also uh, a level five laser lotus. Yes, in his Buddhist community. In the Buddhist community, um, she she's she's uh, she was sent to the Temple of Renewal. Yes, and that's how she becomes the Energon Pod. Which we actually we had talked about this before mm-hmm. uh, when we see Pierce's spoiler alarm. Yeah, when we see Pierce's Energon Pod in season five, mm-hmm. we had talked about if we actually see her Energon Pod in this episode, and neither of us could remember. Oh, well, that's weird to me now because I. Of course we, yeah, of course, of course we, we do. It. Yeah. It's a lava lamp. Yeah, like that's the joke. It. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and it does look the same as Pierce's did uh, all those years later. So, mm-hmm. good on, good on you, community. Commu- yeah, I was trying to combine community and continuity. I understood. Thank you. And liked it. Thank you. Uh, also, there is a line about eating a ghost, which uh, we discussed. In yeah, the CFL. Yeah, that's later though yeah. in this episode. Yeah. No, it's in the scene where they're talking about his beliefs. Nope. I'm certain it's, it is. It's later in the classroom when he's talking that's about what his I'm, beliefs. That's the scene I'm talking about. Oh, you are that you've skipped ahead like way far. I said in anthropology class like three times. Oof, excuse. I said that's where my next me. note was. That's where the it's it is a burden line is. Then you skipped over all of all of Duncan stuff. No, I got a Duncan line too. I think that I think Duncan talks after them. I think you're all out of order. They walk into the room. They talk to Pierce, and then Duncan uh, talks, and then they talk some more. Anyway. I have a note before, moments before they get into the anthropology room. Okay. Uh, right outside the anthropology room, there's a poster mm-hmm. next to the door that caught my eye. Because in big, in big bold letters, it says, in person. Yeah. So then I started reading from the top of this poster. This is a poster advertising the 22nd Annual College Comic Book Expo. Huh. And then I was trying to see who's in person, right? Yeah. 
from what I could tell, and this was this was the second half, so there might be a first per there might be multiple people. Yeah. But one of the people that are there in person is something related to Chinchilla Man. Huh. Either the Chinchilla Man in yeah. person or the creator of Chinchilla Man. Yeah. <laughs> Not sure. Fair enough. But I thought that poster was interesting. It's a good fact. 22nd Annual College Comic Book Expo. I like that you brought it up. I'm glad that you're there to catch those things when I don't. Um, now are we in anthropology class? Yeah. So uh, Ian Duncan yeah. has taken over as anthropology professor. Yes. Betty White has been fired for trying to strangle Jeff. Well, she's been put on administrative leave with pay. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, it's green after all. Um, he does not know the first thing about anthropology. No. And uh, this this spawns one of the great lines when he says, does anyone, seriously, does anyone know anything about anthropology? Uh, do you have the same line that I have written down? You in the boobs. Yes. <laughs> you in the boobs. Yeah. <laughs> to which Annie adjusts her little jacket. <laughs> yes. And then answers. <laughs> yes. Uh, and also, is this the part where he says it's about something and can't write a G? Well, I have that note written down, too. That's I have that written down much later. Okay, excuse me. So, I think that's in a later scene. But we can talk about that now. Okay. He so can't write I wrote G's. this down, and then it was brought up in the commentary. Uh, apparently, John Oliver cannot write the letter G, and there's a continuity error here from when they clearly tried two to different G's, two yeah. different G's, because the first one looks a lot like a P. Yeah. Some, some thimp, as uh, Chevy Chase read. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then and then in the next take, it looks more like an O, which seems crazy to me that John Oliver is just apparently... Com- and it's not like the, the... It's not a British thing. It's not a British thing. The other letters aren't, like, super sloppy. No. It's for some reason he's got a mental and block. The, the, he doesn't know what a G looks like. They said that they did multiple takes, many takes, yes. and this was the best G, the one that looks like a P. Yeah. Um, or the one that was like an O, because that's one that you see in most of the scenes. Yeah. And um, the, I had a note about a commentary that I forgot to say. That's okay. at the start. Uh, and this is not uh, special, but it's just they did a nice little thing where uh, Chevy Chase introduces says, I'm Chevy Chase. And then everyone else in the room tries to goad him into saying, they go, and <laughs> they want him to say, and you're not so bad. And it was a lovely moment, and you should all check that out. Uh-huh. I think this was, uh, I don't know, I can't remember why, but I didn't like him in the in the commentaries in season one. But he was really good in this commentary. I think this might be the same reason why you didn't like Tim Heidecker at first. <laughs> Stay with me. Uh, <laughs> I'm right there with you. In that uh, Chevy does, he, I mean, he did it in season one episodes, and he also does it in this episode where he clearly doesn't know what's going on in the episode. Um, I think I, that's an act. I don't, I don't, I'm not sure about that. <laughs> uh, much like you, you for a, a long while hated Tim Heidecker because he, you felt he didn't take the Leonard Maltin game seriously enough. Well, not even that. Even on Comedy Bang Bang, he yeah, was, he didn't take the game. He was just anti games, yeah. anti whatever they were doing. Uh, and then you grew to realize that there's more to him than that, and it was actually kind of funny when he doesn't care about the games. I feel like maybe a similar thing has happened to you with Chevy Chase here. <laughs> what was that? There was that comedy Bang Bang with Tim Heidecker and some other comedian where they just like fought the whole episode. Yeah. And I kind of love that. Uh, that was great. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, there's that. And there's also, there's a, I, this was a really good commentary. Uh, yes. So check it out if you got the DVD. Um, there's also a lot of, um, you get the, and, and you could kind of give a sense, like I, if you want, if you're wondering the community panels or anything like this. But uh, Donald and Chevy are really, really funny together, just even in real life, I, I think. Um, which is why it makes sense that they were initially supposed to be the, the kind of main pair of the show. Mm-hmm. Oh, you um, know what else I really liked? Uh, Hillary Winston, like, continually asked Chevy Chase questions. Yes. Which I think is, that's how you get Chevy Chase to work. Yeah. you got to have someone there who's willing to play with whatever he's doing. Yeah, she, she really brought it out of him. Uh, yeah. Great commentary all around. 
Um, back into the episode. Uh, so you and the boobs. You and the boobs. Do you have any more than oh. that? That's a classic line. I don't know where it is in the episode, but it's another commentary note I got. Okay. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I have to take issue with Harry <laughs> Winston. Oh dear. Do you know why? I don't remember. We'll see. Uh, it's, oh, I, she she slanders something you love, doesn't she? Yes, she does, and something that I feel you love. I don't remember, but you're not okay. Well, I honestly don't remember. Okay, I I remember which scene it. I, it's a scene where Shirley is talking to Britta and Annie in the cafeteria. That's later. Let's okay. get through this real quick. Okay, Chang uh, Chang comes into the class, and uh, Duncan reveals that he has a restraining order against yes. him, and so Chang whips out a measuring tape. Yeah. To which he immediately says, Abed, and Abed knows to <laughs> measure. To do, yeah. uh, and so there's Chen a, finds out he can be in the class because he's, he has 25 feet of room. Yeah. Do you think any of the classrooms at Cypress College had 25 I've, feet those, of that size have, like, that look like that? I have no sense of distance in okay. general. Uh, I think probably. You could be 25 feet away from me right now. If someone told me that, I would believe it. I'd say I'm about 10 to 12 feet away from you. Okay. Maybe less. I, 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 my instinct is less, but again, I have no sense of what distance is. No, I'm probably eight feet away from you. Well, I'm, really I'm six foot three. Could I lay down here? Yes. Okay. With some room to spare. Could I? Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't know. You're a hundred How big is Benson's room? Yeah. <laughs> this is called What Are Distances? <laughs> we should make this a Sesame Street segment. <laughs> okay. What? So 25 feet yeah. is the restraining order distance. Yes. Uh, so Chang manages to still be in the class. Yeah. Uh, even though Duncan has that restraining order against him. But Chang just wants to goad Duncan. He wants to yeah. yell at him, call him a, a drunk limey, those yes. kinds of things. Uh, my next note is, uh, so we got the golf spill. Golf? Golf. Here we go. The golf. Lots of golf balls got loose. <laughs> golf. Oh, boy. I got to do a goofy voice. Gulf v- spill. What's going on here? Are you this a is joke? the same reason why I can't say scroll. <laughs> I, Did I say it right there? Well, were you saying scroll, the aliens from Marvel Comics, or were you, were you saying scroll like a paper? The first one. Okay, you were closer to that than scroll like the paper, but you was, I don't think you were all the way there. Well, this gulf spill Okay. Um, uh, that's going on. Annie is getting a lot more donations than Britta. Yes. Uh, and in this scene, She's we see it up. we see DC Pearson yes donating. And this uh, is in the background. Dating. This is when Abed gets into a fight with the boyfriend. Yes, which Abed the, uh, demonstrates physical capabilities here. He kind of shoves the boyfriend out of the way and then takes off running. Yeah, well, it's yeah. defensive. Yeah, no, I, I listen. It, it worked out for him clearly. Um, my next note is uh, Jeff at his checkup. Yes, I have a note here as well. Okay, which is you gotta love. Yeah, yeah, you gotta love the confidence of Jeff. That he is able to flirt with a woman who is reading an STD pamphlet. Yes, I wrote that down. Uh, he says, "Hey, gorgeous." Yeah, and that, uh, that that takes that takes some charm. And yeah. the 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 woman sitting next to that woman is Hillary Winston. Hillary Winston. Yeah, uh, which she said that um, Joel McHale would jokingly start the "Hey, gorgeous" with her and, and then, then pass it to the, to the next lady. <laughs> yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. Uh, Pat Oswalt, first appearance as Nurse Jackie. That's not accurate. Second appearance as Nurse Jackie. There you go. When was his first appearance? Season one, when Troy was trying to bang that girl at the at the concert. He gave him condoms. Oh, right. Lots of condoms. Yes. <laughs> when Annie was helping. Yes. <laughs> right. Pat Oswalt's pretty great. Yes, he is. Like, I don't understand. How to, he's on this. He's on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. There's considerable time in between those two appearances. No, but I mean, like... 
he gets on the good stuff. He does. Well, well he was on Queens. King of Queens for like 10 years. Let's so. talk about King of Queens. Do you want to talk about King of Queens? No. Have you, well, have you seen the, there's a, I've, I've seen it on YouTube. There's one episode where for the entire intro of the show, like a part, there was a party scene. And for the entire scene, Pat Oswalt stands completely still in the background. <laughs> Uh, so that's, I'm going to recommend that and not the rest of the show. <laughs> okay. You know, I, but it's, it kind of makes me sad. Uh, no, it doesn't make me sad. <laughs> what were you the, saying? Could, could, do you think through the Kevin James connection, could Pat Oswalt have made it into the Adam Sandler, uh, troop? Would you want that? Don't you think that would help him? No, I think it would only hurt Pat Oswalt. You don't think it would help? No. Get him in more movies? I think it would just bring Pat Oswalt down. I don't think you can bring him down. No, but it's like, do you want to see Pat Oswalt in Big Fan, or do you want to see him in Grown Ups? Why not both? <laughs> I don't think you need him in. I don't think you need him in Grown Ups. I don't think he needs to be in the. I think he's he's wisely avoided being part. Then of do you the, think uh, he should have partnered up with Jerry Stiller, gotten to know his son? Yeah, gotten into those movies. No, you know what? Fuck his son. Just been in, <laughs> hung out with Jerry Stiller. Jerry Stiller's great. <laughs> okay, moving on. Uh, so I have a note during that scene that you just described that you have a note for. Okay. Uh, Shirley is holding Let's Barbecue Chips. Yes. And this is where I take issue with Hillary Winston. Oh, because she says that the bag looks fake. She has come out as anti-Let's in this scene. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, this is right after the... I think she was just being crazy, though. Hillary was? Yeah, because no one else, like, Donald Glover was even like... I thought it looked good. Like yeah. he he was into and it, and then it turned into a bit where he he acted like he was way too into it. <laughs> but uh, but no, Hillary Hill, Hillary Winston said that she she fought against. I believe is what she said. Yeah, the inclusion of Let's potato chips. She's an enemy of Let's, which is a great corporation. I took it more like she was against that bag design. Which what what is Let's if not that bag design? Well, we've this is the first time we've seen the barbecue version. That's true. But it's the same exact design as the original. It's, just, it's red instead of yellow. I think that's what gives it away. I don't think so. I don't. Hillary Winston is is anti Let's and anti America. All right. So in this, uh, oh, we didn't even talk about what happened in the Jeff scene. He has high cholesterol. Yeah, he has to take pills. Yes, that's say. how high it is. Yeah. Um. So in this scene with uh, Shirley, Britta, and Annie, mm-hmm. uh, there's some great lines here. Yes. Britta is t- giving Annie the scoop on what she's doing. She's yeah. telling Annie that she's popping out her boobs. Yeah. She's playing dumb. Yeah. Doing a girly voice. Yeah. The whole nine yards. Yeah. And Annie takes offense. Uh, but Britta also says that guys have a sock with Annie's name on it. Yes. <laughs> and and Annie to which Annie says, says, if a guy wants to make a puppet of me. <laughs> oh, Annie. <laughs> oh, innocent Annie. <laughs> oh, boy. At least this would explain why, uh, I'm sorry, season four. This yeah. would explain why she was so willing to wear the Dean's puppet of her. Yeah, she just doesn't understand. She just does not get it. Let me, all right. <laughs> so there's this joke. There's a joke in the film Fanboys about how they nicknamed their hand Leia. Okay. As a young masturbating person. <laughs> okay, you, Louis Jr. Did you ever, did you ever name something after a lady you found attractive? No. Me neither. I'm going to say absolutely not. It's one of my, it's a joke premise that I adore, but it's something that would never have occurred to me in a million years if I hadn't seen it at first in Fanboys and then in, in Community here. Or when Fanboys come out, that was, two, that was 09, right? Probably. 
so yeah, first in fanboys, then here. Uh, love it as a joke premise. I, I, I don't know who's actually doing it. It's just that, not but, real, right? Uh, I, it's on think? a postcard. Shout out Leonard <laughs> podcast at gmail.com. If you have named your hand or sock something. You know, I think I don't want to know. I would love to know. Listen, <laughs> what does it, what does it matter to you? You're not gonna have to like jerk them off. It's just knowledge. It's not. It's not gonna hurt you. Are they gonna have to tell us the name as well? Yes. Okay. So there's another great line here. It's a back and forth. Yeah. Where, uh, okay, Annie says to. Can I talk about Shirley for a minute? In this okay. Scene? Yeah. So Shirley comes in. She's still very jealous. Yes. And there's and there's. I think a moment where she's hinting that she would like to be included, and then you can actually see the moment where she decides to destroy them instead. <laughs> because Shirley tr- tr- tries to drop that hint one more time, Annie and Britta are totally oblivious, and then so Shirley just kind of nudges the conversation towards them destroying each other, mm-hmm. uh, which is really great. You can you can really, you can track Shirley's motivation throughout the scene. Uh, so this great exchange right right at the end where. Annie says to Britta, bitter much. Yeah. Britta's response, say, say bitter, bitter much, much, much. And <laughs> Annie says to Britta, say, say bitter much, much, much. Yeah. There's a so perfect great. pause before the third much, though. Yeah. Which only an Allison Brie could have pulled off, I feel. It's, it's, uh, That's it's good pretty, stuff. it's spectacular. That is, uh, I remember liking this line so much when it first happened. Yeah. <laughs> Still good. Yeah. Um, so we're back in the anthropology with the Energon pod. Sure. Um, great moment here. Another great I think this take. is where the ghost line happens. That, you know what? You're right. But there, here's the thing. There were two discussions about his religion. We were both right because okay. the, it is a burden was in that earlier scene. The ghost line is here. I, I now recall it. You are correct there. Um, but there's a line here where, um, he, Troy says, what's that? Uh, and I, I forget what his line there is, but, uh, what was that? A lava lamp or something? And um, Pierce goes, oh. no, it's my mom. And then, Troy, and uh, this is great. Again, Don Glover and, and Chevy Chase working so great together. Don just goes, oh, snap. Wait, what? <laughs> such a great moment. Because he thought it was a your mom joke. He was so happy to be partaking in a your mom joke. Uh, and then so shocked when he realized what, what uh, Pierce was actually saying. It's good stuff. Uh, it was a fantastic moment. Um, then we have Duncan's G. That's my next note, but we've already discussed that. Right. Um... Uh, Pierce, when he's talking about his religion here, he mentions how you can get more information if you come to the open hive. Yes. <laughs> That's what they call it. Yeah. Uh, which also ties in, there's something about how um, uh, the Energon pod is made with bees. Yes. <laughs> or bees honey or wax or so something. Bees come into play. <laughs> they come into play. So <laughs> yeah. bees are a big part of this Buddhist. Yes. There's Buddhist bees. Yeah. Uh, which Duncan, of course, loves the idea of at the open hive, there's free beer and wine. Of course. <laughs> How much free beer and wine? It's his question. His only question. Yeah. You know, I don't think either of us wrote it down, but there, there's moments throughout this episode where uh, Ch- uh, Duncan realizes that Chang yeah. has to stay 25 feet away. And he can he can force him. He forces away. him out of the classroom yes. at one point. He forces him away from the food. Yeah. Pretty great. Yeah. And my next note is about that scene where he forces him away from the food. Okay. So uh, Jeff is very uh, upset eating egg whites because of his cholesterol. Mm-hmm. And then Duncan comes in. And I know there's, there's a little, they don't mention it ever in the scene, but it's a really nice uh, thing they did, uh, you know, prop people or whatever. Duncan is eating foods that are A, but very high in cholesterol, and B, like classic British hangover <laughs> foods because he's been drunk this whole episode. Uh-huh. So it's, uh, it's a twofer. It's two, it makes sense two different ways. 
and they don't even need to mention it. It's just there, which uh, I really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. This is also we see Abed has made up with the boyfriend at this point because they're both uh, helping on, on the woman in the background. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, I, you know, it's it's kind of interesting. Um, Britta and Annie end up doing their their uh, uh, save the Gulf thing in several different locations across the campus, like the campus, and in several different outfits. Yes. So there's one. Here, I have, I have one a... more note about this scene. By the okay, way. yeah. Uh, so in this also scene, uh, Jeff is, is has this realization that he's only trying to destroy Pierce's uh, religion to make himself feel better. Yeah. And and now that he has realized that, he can do a much better job of destroying it. Um, and there's a great moment where uh, Duncan realizes that he has given him this idea. And for one second, he tries to stop him and then just has moments like, oh, actually, I don't care. <laughs> Which is kind of perfect. Like, you need a reason for Duncan not to try to stop him. Yeah. And that is exactly the reason that Duncan would have. Which is like, it, it's... It, it's it, it would be lazy if it weren't so true to the character. Yeah. Uh, so that's a, that's a really great line, I, th- I think. Uh, so in this is the moment where um, Britta has decided to make fun of or just call out Annie further by she's, dressing she's provocatively. doing a living parody of Annie. Yeah, and also uh, acting out what she thinks Annie acts like. Yeah. Where she says, the, the, we need your, your money to help the Gulf. The pelicans are so feathery and pelicany. Yeah. Uh, and which I love the note I have here though, is about Shirley. Yeah. Shirley's off to the side, still not being asked to participate. And while, while the, the other two are fighting, Shirley's just in the corner saying, Oh, you're so different. You two skinny bitches. Yeah. <laughs> it's really great. Pretty great. Yeah. Um, I don't have another note, uh, until after, uh, Britta and Annie make up. So. Oh, you, you don't have a note during the car ride? I like that scene a lot. Uh-huh. I'm sure I'll have something to say, but I don't have an actual specific note. Okay, so there's the car ride. Jeff is going to... Oh, you know what? I might as well call this a, a CFL hypothetical. Okay. Um, I didn't write it down, but I remembered thinking it. Uh, Jeff... Already, I feel like I know where you're going, and he did not get caught in the lie, so he would not lose points. You don't, you don't think admitting it is getting caught? No. In a way? No. Okay. Moving on. Uh, <laughs> well, Jeff says to Annie and Britta that... Well, he says first that he's going to take but he also doesn't admit it by the way he admits uh, it to them as a separate point i don't think admitting it counts he okay. doesn't admit it he just says you know what actually that ice cream place sucked and it goes to the new ice cream place no no no. he says to annie and britta to britta yeah, yeah they're real his real plan yeah he says his real plan to them okay but he also never lies to them okay he only lied to jeff and uh to jeff jeff lied to himself okay he only lied to pierce and troy and he never got caught or admitted it with them okay as a side note Admitting it does not count as getting caught. Okay. Uh, that's why I didn't write it down, I feel. <laughs> I feel like I knew it was completely off yeah, base. But we're just, yeah. But yeah, so so Jeff uh, wants to take Pierce uh, to the... Morgue. Morgue, where his mother is. Yeah. Not in the Energon pod. Yeah. What? Here's my question. Why don't the Buddhists just cremate the bodies? <laughs> why? Well, Maybe that's this, too expensive. If they got the scam going on, why are they still just leaving no, the bodies? That's still too expensive, I think. And I guess if you're not related to a person, you can't just cremate you their body. You can't just call for the cremation. Yeah. Yeah, and wouldn't you think that eventually someone would call up Pierce and go, hey, what do you want us to do with this body? Yeah, that's true. Um, <clears throat> anyway, uh, so he's he's Jeff is driving Pierce and Troy to get ice cream, but really to go to this morgue. Yeah. Uh, and... Pierce says he brought his CDs with him. Yeah. He, he finds one that says for Piercy. Yes. <laughs> and he says, oh, is this what my mother was doing? Yeah. He puts in the CD and it's his mother saying that she's really dead. She is not in the Energon pod. 
don't believe that nonsense. Yeah. And that she loves him. Yeah. And then uh, afterwards, Troy says... Well, this is... It's a really great moment where she's talking about, you know, how, how life is only great because it's short. Yeah. Played over Annie and Britta uh, oil fighting. Yeah. <laughs> which is a really great... Well, and also uh, Abed giving... Yeah, Abed Helping giving birth. give birth. Uh, which is just a great thing of, like... <clears throat> You know, it, it, it's about enjoying life and living in the moment uh, uh, over this scene of, yeah. of, of, like, dudes watching two girls fight in oil. Uh, it's really funny. It works really well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Troy, Troy says, remarks to this, she spent her last moments alive making a CD? That's, That's so gangster. gangster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty great. Yeah. Um, after they made up? But yeah. before the tag? Yes. Okay. Uh, so actually in the moment when they're, so, uh, it's come to a head between Britta and Annie. They're fighting that they've spilled the oil all over themselves, uh, or someone spilled it on them. Uh, it, they knocked into it and it's, and it splatters on them. Okay. And then they start throwing it at each other. There's an interesting moment here where during them making up, they both confess the real reasons that they did what they did with Jeff. Yeah. Uh, Annie says she only kissed Jeff to see if she could. Yeah, so that see if she could, so that she she could be like Britta. Yeah, like and, sexy. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, why why did Britta sleep with Jeff? I can't remember. Because she hates herself. Yeah, which is uh, <laughs> which is I, I like that they have this kind of uh, moment of, of honesty and, and and kind of revelation. It hadn't been spelled out that directly before, and it doesn't it doesn't actually have anything to do with Jeff. Like Jeff's not even there. No, it's just this kind of uh, realization they have in the moment, uh, which was really great. And I think just part of them working together was the, the even Jeff mentions it where where both he says both of you are so pathetic I can't believe I made out with both of you. Yeah, and 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 that's there's a tension there between yeah. the two of them that gets I like that that's addressed, addressed in their result. Yeah, and this is something that Community has always been great at, which uh, I, I think better than than most other shows is is kind of showing the effect that that one member of the group would have on on the other members. And, and just the really dealing with the group dynamics in a way that uh, a lot of shows don't do nearly as well. And that's that's why we watch Community, guys. Yep. Yep. Um, <clears throat> oh, there, okay, here's another moment. Um, so Jeff, Pierce, and Troy have come back. They have just gotten ice cream. Uh, Jeff has, has, you know, realized, you know, what the hell? I'm going to get some uh, delicious ice cream with peanut butter and hot fudge because life is short. And... Um, he says something about uh, he still doesn't believe in, in, in Buddhism in Pierce's Buddhism or whatever. And Pierce has a line, think what you want, it's a free country. Which is a great little moment where you realize that, that Pierce, maybe he's delusional, but he, he hasn't been the bad guy the whole, this whole time. <laughs> like you realize as, as you know, crazy and, and, and racist and mean Pierce is in general, mm. throughout this whole episode he has been the, the good guy of the story. Yeah. And I think it really comes together really nicely in that moment when he has that line. So, uh, yeah, this is just a, a fucking good show. Yeah. Uh, we should do a podcast about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, Chang and uh, Duncan kind of make up in a way where they both, yeah. Chang has taken out a restraining order, a restraining on, Duncan. order on Duncan. So it's, it's it, and a restraining order that oddly doesn't cancel out Duncan's restraining order. No. Instead of just, it's mutually assured destruction. So they'll both go to jail if they get within 20 feet, 25 feet of each other. Yeah. Um, and they and they also they become friends again basically because, yeah essentially uh, Duncan well, he respects this power move and uh, asks Chang to take a picture of him with the two oily coeds yes yeah. he says which then becomes the the uh, Greendale Gazette Journal yes mirror yeah uh, picture and the headline is hottie spill yeah uh, and if if you read part of the article it's just a lot of bad uh, 
puns. It's a disaster <laughs> about two hot body something or other. Like it's just uh, tantalizing yeah. is what it is. Classic stuff. The tag? The tag is, is, is this the first public instance of Dan Harmon versus Inception? I believe so. Yeah. The first of three or four, at least, yeah. uh, including Rick and Morty things. Yes. <laughs> uh dan Harmon has made no secret that he does not care for the film inception yeah and has poked fun at it uh in various ways this is the first instance i believe mm-hmm. it is uh we see betty white's character again hanging out with some uh tribesmen yep and uh she's trying to explain inception to them yeah uh, which i even like the there's an extra gag here where she's speaking english and the yeah. tribesman is not yeah and he asks her why are you speaking english and she says he hasn't seen it yeah. with another tribesman <laughs> who, who presumably doesn't speak english yeah <laughs> I like that idea that she's polite enough and that this is the way that they can carry on a, yeah, yeah. a spoiler conversation <laughs> in another language. Yeah, it's great. Um, and there's a, oh, there's a fantastic commentary moment here. Did okay. you notice this? What, what are you talking about? Oh, boy. Okay. Chevy Chase yeah. is talking about, like, th- they're talking about the scene, how Betty White's really great. And Chevy Chase goes, oh, that guy, he's no Alan Ludden. And that's the end. Ta- like even even uh, Donald Glover says, "Alan Ludden, everyone." And that's the that's the end of the commentary. Yeah. He thought that was so funny that Chevy Chase would bring up this old actor or whatever his name. Yeah, I looked up Alan Ludden. Yeah, that was Betty White's husband. Oh, who was also a game show host. See, I knew what I he name checked him no specifically because was. of Betty White. Uh-huh. Like this is so that was like so extremely like specific and clever. Well done, Chevy. I really enjoyed it. And how I don't know if Donald Glover knew that that was her husband yeah but uh whatever it was like it, it was still <laughs> funny and then it gets more funny because chevy chase was just on it yeah oh man good stuff that's a good one but uh he's he's been dead a while i'm sorry if you're looking him up right. i am looking it up he has been dead since 1981 yeah betty white is old as fuck <laughs> yeah the, and i mean that with all due respect donald glover tells the story yeah. in this commentary about how she didn't know the words to toto because in the last episode in and it's last... because she was like 50 when that song came out <laughs> which she was already too old for that song when it came out in the 80s <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was a lot of this commentary was good stuff i didn't even mention i wrote it in the commentary but i didn't know if it would come up um during one of the uh the save the gulf oil spill scenes uh we see the red red haired student bill parks yes is the actor yeah. who appeared in the football episode yes. in season one also written by hillary winston if yeah I'm not he, mistaken. he shows up a couple of times and he's always good yeah plugs yeah uh i do another podcast it's called nerds eye view the view you can find it at nevpodcast.com nev uh it's I'm, a podcast i'm, I'm your hype man today. thanks about uh movies and television shows uh, every week, uh, we review a new film that's in theaters. Brand new shit! <laughs> if you uh, are currently listening, uh, the most recent episode, we talk about Godzilla. Talk about giant lizards! And in the next episode, we're going to review X-Men Days of Future Past. Snickety, snickety, snike! <laughs> uh, so please check that out at nvpodcast.com, uh, slash nev. Like us on Facebook. We're on Twitter, NEV Podcast, and my personal Twitter is uh, SameCool11. Yep. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Dr. Matt Benson. That's DR Matt Benson. Or the show on Twitter, which is at ShutUpLenPod. You can check out my other shows on BenviewNetwork.com. They are as follows Benson's Boombox, Pop Skulls, Matt and Brenda's Wrestling Show. And, uh, you know, I'm always guesting on, on the other things. Just check them all out, they're all good stuff. 
Um, uh, do stuff to us on iTunes. Write us a review. Rate us. Subscribe to us. Uh, all those things help us. Uh, if you do anything where we where we would see your name, you can get a mention on the show if you like. If you review us, if you if you tweet at us, if you write us an email at shutupleonardpodcast at gmail or a postcard at shutupleonardpodcast at gmail uh, you can get a shout out on the show. Uh, so do all of those things. Um, you got anything else, Andrew? Uh, you know, podcastland.com. Yeah. Go figure that out. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. Shut up, Leonard. This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com. <laughs>